Remember, remember the first of November. Gunfire, treason, and podcast. Pod podcast. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Lost, Lost Map podcast. podcast. I am Pictish Trail, and I'm joined by my good friend. It's me. I'm a good friend. It's me, Laura. Laura Doherty. I mean, I How should, are you? I should really have just said my good friend, Laura Doherty, and then you could have spoken. But I think it's better that you spoke when you did. You know, I wanted everyone to know. You finally, finally found your voice. You finally find your voice. Wow, where's your voice gone? I don't know. My, to be honest, ever since doing a show last week, uh, I supported Pavement last week. In, oh, uh, no in, big deal. And Glad's got the Barrowlands. Pretty good. 
but Am I right, hard. or did they say that you were the favourite support act on the tour as well? Did we get a little? They were interviewed on BBC on Six music? music, yes, and they OMG. said that the Barrowlands was their favourite gig, and the Pixies Trail was amazing. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I'm a bit throaty because of that. You'll never sing again. You're, you've peaked. <laughs> I mean, actually, that would be a good gig to end on. <laughs> I peaked. You just listened to a track by Ball Boy. Donald in the Bushes with a Bag of Glue, their first ever single, the first track taken from their first album, Club Anthems 2001, which I'm happy to say is being reissued, re-released on vinyl for the first time and on streaming for the first time by Lost Map Records. Yay! Ball Boy are officially a new member of the Lost Map roster. A lovely new baby Ball Boy to join the family. Beautiful. <laughs> a beautiful baby ball boy. And we'll be christening said Ooh. ball boy with a performance at our Humbug Christmas event in Edinburgh on Saturday the 17th of December. Ball boy will be performing, headlining that show at Summer Hall in Edinburgh. And yeah, we'll be playing stuff from club anthems, I would imagine. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> which will also be on sale that night. We'll be selling the album that night and you can pre-order it from the Lost Map web shop or from our band camp and you will receive it in time for Christmas. It's very exciting. Yay! Very chuffed that Ball Boy are officially part of the family. Of course, we released Gordon McIntyre's solo album, even with the support of others earlier on in the year. And yeah, it's very nice to be able to follow up with this album. It's such a, yeah, seminal record, Club Anthems. Mm. And we're releasing it on double vinyl, in special blue and white saltire colours. Perfect for the year of uh, that we finally get Scottish independence. Yes, (laughs) yes. Yes. No long to go now. We've also got uh, the London gig as well. So if you're in London and a ball boy fan. Yes, you should head along and see them at the Lexington in London on Saturday the 14th of January. So we're staggering the release of this album. It's a sort of experiment. So the vinyl will be available to receive in time for Christmas if you order it online or come to the Humbug gig in Edinburgh. And then we're doing the official release of the streaming of the album on the 13th of January next year. And on the 14th of January, they're playing in London like you say, at the Ooh. Winter Sprinter organised by FICA Recordings at the Lexington. Should we take a trip down to London to see that? Sod it, why not? <laughs> Love a little trip down to London town. It's great to have Ball Boy back and they're like playing another live show for us next year on Sunday the 5th of February at the Orem Moor as part of a Lost Map All Dare that we're putting on there for Celtic Connections to celebrate our 10th birthday. 10 years next year is going to be 10 years of lost map and we won't over egg it just now egg it oh but we definitely will be over egging it in many in many forms during 2023 itself so we'll spare you the the excitement tickets are on sale for that just now as well so if you live in edinburgh glasgow or london or even if you just like to visit those places lovely for a visit you can see ball boy while you're there at those dates It's very exciting. And that tune you just heard there at the start of the show is a little taster of club anthems. It comes with another track, Leave the Earth Behind and Walk Into the Sunshine, on a postcard. It's a little taster, a little teaser. Yeah, And a moose-bush. And a moose-bush, if you will, for club anthems. That's on a postcard that's part of this month's Postmap Club. Hey, Johnny. Yeah? What the bloody hell is Postmap Club? What the cunting f*** is Postmap Club? (laughs) 
Postmap Club, Postmap Club, it's a very nice club. is our monthly membership club. Every month members receive two, sometimes three, postcards sent out by us to you through the post. These postcards contain download codes linking you to the new releases on the label. Hmm. Club members get access to exclusive sessions, a monthly newsletter from Pictures Trail, who's yep. laughing, Hi. exclusive merchandise, and a reusable discount code that gives you 15% off anything in our web shop and 10% off anything on our Bandcamp. Postmap Club is also the new home of our residency project, Visitations. Visitations. Where we invite artists to spend a week writing and recording on egg. But more of that later. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) When you sign up, you get a bumper pack of postcards along with a membership badge. There are currently three tiers of membership, starting at just £3 a month. All three tiers get exactly the same stuff. The only difference is that if you pay more, you get a slightly bigger badge. Ooh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) postmap club is a nice way for you to support what we do as a label and if you enjoy the podcast if you like what you've heard and you want to hear more then come join the club we also have a digital only subscription and an annual gift membership option if you want more info on how to become a member purchase a gift membership or just see these bloody badges you can find out more by going to lostmap.com forward slash club it is a pretty pretty good club Pretty, pretty good club. Very nice. Top work. Top work. My favourite bit of that this month was the bit where you went, three pounds a month. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm really trying to like tartan tin it up a little bit. I just feel like I don't sound Scottish enough sometimes. I have a very confusing accent and uh, chuck, chuck a couple of threes in there. Yeah, that's nice. And I think people who live outside of the Scottish Empire will be... Uh, <laughs> t- <laughs> Will be, you know, they they love all that stuff. They love hearing. Be thrilled. Oh God! <laughs> Join our club. <laughs> so yes, Postmap Club this month, the month of November 2022. You've already heard a track from Ball Boy. They had a postcard as part of this month's releases, but we're very excited to welcome another new act to the Lost Map family. Although they've already kind of released with us before, but this time it's getting pretty serious, folks. We're delighted to welcome Susie and Lewis and Echo to the Lost Map family. Free love. Yay! Free love have joined. Glasgow's high-energy Italo-disco yogic fantasy (laughs) electronic band have joined Lost Map, very excited about that indeed. They're one of my favourite acts. I've been a, a fan since the Happy Meals days. We had Free Love come over to the Isle of Egg to take part in our Visitations project in Series 1. Visitations. Visitations. Free Love and Happy Meals have performed at a bunch of different Lost Map mm. shows over the years. And yeah, they're just such an incredible duo all <laughs> who make really a beautiful powerhouse music. of energy that can bring so many different vibes to change i mean their live sets are amazing mm. and their releases to date have been like fantastic and yeah thinking back to visitations as well what a duo or you know the three of them now a trio little baby echo. A trio welcome to the world little guy yeah so very excited to announce that we've got some new music coming from free love postmap club members will have received a postcard with their brand new single open the door which we'll hear a little clip of now 
slightest smidge there of Open the Door by Free Love, which is part of this month's Postmap Club releases. The Postmap Club postcard comes with an exclusive 53-minute mix from Free Love themselves, compiling together their favourite tunes, tunes that have inspired a very special work. There'll be more news on it to come on November 3rd, in fact. I don't want to give too much away just now, Laura. Although very you, cryptic. You already know about it, but, but just pretend... Oh, I know nothing. Pretend you don't know yet. There we go. Easy. Done. <laughs> My memory's terrible. <laughs> what? Let's, let's have another drink. <laughs> Very excited, though, to have Free Love join us. And yes, that mix that I was just telling you about is a really a cosmic trip. And you can only listen to it if you are a member of Postmap Club. So deal with it. Sitting down there, putting your wee badge on, having a wee listen to a 50-minute mix. Like, you'll be in absolute heaven. Like, come on. Come on, what are you thinking about? Just £3 a month. Good plugging there. That was expert, (laughs) expert advertising. Uh, Free Love are also going to be joining us as part of our Celtic Connections showcase at the Oran Moor on Sunday, the 5th of February, alongside Pictus Trail. That's me, Ball Boy, who we mentioned earlier, Savage Mansion, and LT Leaf, among many others who are yet to be announced. Ooh. Ooh, even more intrigue. More intrigue. Yeah, it's very exciting. And then also this month in Postmap Club, we have a brand new release as part of our Visitations. Visitations. Residency series. (laughs) This is the third part in series three. We've already released postcards and cassettes from the series by Emma Cooper and Makeness a few months ago. And this third and final part in series three is by Alaya Enyo, an incredible multidisciplinary artist from Edinburgh. She's actually from Leeds originally, but is currently based in Edinburgh. Yeah, it's an artist that I've been entranced by over the last year. In fact, I first got to meet Alaya at our humbug last year at Summerhall. She was DJing as part of the EHFM crew and Alaya joined Postmap Club a few weeks later and sent me some of her own music to listen to. And I was so taken with her. Her voice is absolutely incredible and her work as a sound artist and as a DJ, she's part of this collective called Miss World in Edinburgh. It's just really interesting and very sort of global in scope. Her mixes are really interesting, fusing just a lot of different styles and stuff that's from all across the world. There's a real sense of exploration in her music, both in the stuff she creates and the stuff she DJs. So, yes, at the first opportunity, we invited her up to the Isle of Egg and she came over in May 2022. And I'm delighted to say that she has, yes, produced a Visitations release for us, which is out this month as part of Postmap Club. And we sent her a few questions as well, a little interview. She discusses here her life in music so far and... Yeah, a bit of information about how she created the music on Egg. Yeah, right. yeah, right. 
Hello, I'm Alaya Enyo. Thanks for having me on the podcast, The Lost Map. Happy to be on here and chatting a little bit about the visitation project I did way back earlier in a warmer season this year. <laughs> I'm currently recording from my bedroom in Edinburgh and it's a nice, cosy Sunday. Got lots of candles, lots of vibes. It's been nice. And yeah, to explain a bit of insight into my life as a creative person. I'm based in Edinburgh and I'm on residency with Edinburgh Sculpture Workshop at the moment, working a record shop at Underground Solution and do various gigs, DJing and live shows across Scotland, mainly Edinburgh and Glasgow. about how I started making music the question is asking lots of things <laughs> it's asking growing up I guess about specific records or artists and decision to become a musician and I guess I find it funny to answer because I'm not sure I deserve that title what I do I feel sits slightly in limbo between sound art and making artwork and I guess the process is not a musical background and I never thought that I would be doing gigs I never thought that this is what I would be doing with my life and I feel really lucky that I am to explain a bit I was a dancer until I was 16 17 part of Northern Ballet Company I guess I had a really strong connection with music but it was in a very different way and it wasn't coming from me I was moving to it when I left ballet and wanted to go to art school I started clubbing a lot I think as a, <laughs> a kind of rebellion from that quite intense structure I really just loved the club and I started getting into collecting records and DJing and so while at art school in Edinburgh I was DJing a lot and finding out what it was that I loved about the club I think it wasn't until a couple of years ago to be honest where everything started to kind of fuse and other practices growing up like singing in choirs started to all come out and I guess a fragmentation of interests interdisciplinary interests started to come together as like this little world what I realize is even if I don't approach it from a musician perspective I feel vocally maybe that's my main instrument if I were to give myself one I have a need to use my voice and I have a need to sing and do that and so that emotional need has just kind of kept things going I think since always and when I found I could bring that into my practice it was really like empowering feeling also everything else that builds that world and the collaborations that happen within that are really important to me and it wouldn't be as strong a, a music sound world if it wasn't for the other things that I use or the people that I get to work with. I do remember being quite young though and we had this like kind of weird shabby basement room where my dad would have music practice and I'll always remember this woman she was called Uli and she had the most amazing voice and I remember that echoing through the house. She didn't ever make a record or <laughs> it wasn't anything like that but hearing my dad's band just playing folk covers and stuff in the basement definitely started to think about that more. 
I've named the tape machine that I used in the recent show after her. So yeah, she was a great woman. I guess the first like, body of work that's finally getting released properly, which is nice, was made during lockdown in St. Mary's Episcopal Cathedral. I was exploring the character of Echo within the myth Echo and Narcissus and was kind of using her for a vessel to describe feelings of grief or longing and essentially heartbreak. There were many other elements about her and echoic phenomena that were really interesting to me at the time and I think I'd always found spaces and empty spaces interesting, whether it be my drawing or moving in them or eventually singing in them and the amazing history of that. And the sound of that space in particular has a really incredible reverb. Yeah, I was lucky enough that the Reverend let us come in for a day for free and just used all this equipment from the uni and had a lot of friends helping me. You know who you are. Thank you. And yeah, I got to record the set with a sound recordist and it was a really amazing day quite an intense day <laughs> lots of things went wrong but I'm still really happy with the nature of the recording and yeah so that work is now coming out with a new label in Glasgow somewhere between tapes shout to Tim and Lizzie tape is now going to be available in some record shops it's sold out on Bandcamp at the moment maybe it's not by the time this podcast goes out but <laughs> it's uh, a work that is the recording and a reflection, a reimagining of the songs within that that have been produced, but following formats of using tape and making tape loops. It has been mixed with Green Door Studios, which is very important to mention, by the amazing Ronan Fay. Owe him a lot. The tape loops we've made together have been really important. Just like loved seeing the physicality of like an analog studio and really understanding how dub mixing was done and the history of that environment. It's, yeah, been really transformational. Another body of work that's more recent has been with Hidden Door Festival. They've basically been, like, nourishing a few artists. They kind of foster six collaborative projects each year at their festival here in Edinburgh. And, yeah, for people that don't know what Hidden Door is, the whole premise of it is to use, like, abandoned space. So I find a lot of synergy with how they're approaching running a festival to how I make work. So I performed the work in Granton in a warehouse with the Echoes disintegration work. And this year I've done Selkie Reflections, which was exploring Selkie myth and folklore around Scotland and also looking at grief, but how memory and sounds work together and how the body of water influences that and how the myth has come around. So this project was with a couple of dancers, harpist, cellist, a visual artist, a jeweller, my grandma and mum who helped me make the costumes. Um, yeah, a whole mix of people. It was quite a unique experience to do a nine month build up to a show and perform it once. And I think it was kind of sad in a way, you know, we've only performed once, but actually it's what made the experience so incredibly present and Lots of magical moments happened within that show that I think it will always be one of the most amazing experiences of my life and I hope the team feels the same.
So I heard about the Visitations Project. I think it was actually just my flatmate at the time and she was chatting about the label and I'd already listened to some of the music on the label but hadn't heard of the residency before and I was really interested in Egg as a place anyway and a lot of the small isles and wanted to see more of remote parts of Scotland. So yeah, I just kind of reached out and hoped that I would get a chance to come for a week and just make music and I think I'd always wanted the experience of kind of being alone somewhere that remote and what that would feel like that has kind of been an idea when I've been looking at residencies since graduating that I would like to do that. I guess my expectations of the place, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know what the weather was going to be like. I didn't know what the people were going to be like. My interest in egg, it wasn't very well researched or anything. It was just knowing that it was remote and beautiful. I also didn't know what I was going to make, but I kind of have this trust in myself that when I'm put in a room, that I always make something. And I think that having studied art has been like maybe the best practice for that. I don't really feel afraid that I'm not going to make anything because I think the one thing it embeds you with is just playing with material and that's how I see making sound. I just see it as playing with material and then following what will come out. I think whenever I've had expectations, it hasn't worked. I think when I started making music, I thought I was going to make dance music because I was DJing it, but it's just not what came out and it didn't feel right. Yeah, I just kind of went with the hope of making something and that made it a lot more enjoyable and just kind of followed my intuition during that process and kind of just prepared by bringing my equipment and a clear open mind <laughs> Arriving on the island, I can't really remember if the weather was shit or not, but I'm going to pretend it was nice. In my mind, it's nice. <laughs> and yeah, just kind of settled into the bothy. And one of the first things I did was go hire a bike because I'd heard it's a good way to get around and stuff. But yeah, I met Johnny and just started kind of unpacking all the music equipment for the cabin and was getting quite excited by the equipment Johnny was unpacking. My setup is pretty minimal, so any chance to play with other equipment, I kind of jump on it. And yeah, just kind of wanted to settle in, unpack everything, make it a nice vibe for the week and just start exploring the island, I guess. I brought a field recorder with me. I'll either use my phone, more often than not at the moment it is my phone unless I'm somewhere in nature where it's maybe less embarrassing to get a field recorder out. So yeah, I was kind of walking around, documenting sounds and cycling around and getting a lay of the land, finding the local shop, getting a bit of nice booze <laughs> for the evening dinner. And yeah, it was nice knowing that there was a big Kaylee at the end of the week. It kind of helped frame the week that, okay, I'm going to do wholesome things and do this and oh, I want to make sure I get that in and finish this by the time of the Kaylee. was quite a nice way to like know I was going to be ending the week like that. And yeah, it was a really beautiful time and a typical day just waking up and doing a bit of yoga and going on a walk and then coming back and making some music around lunchtime and then going back out again in the evening for another walk. It just really helps to like remember what it is you really need in a day and that it's actually not that much. 
having that kind of space and time haven't really felt that since lockdown to be honest which even though it was a horrible time in so many ways something that I loved about it was the time to do everything I love in a day and just have like a very expansive engagement with nature again which I don't always have the time to do so yeah I feel really grateful for that and the Kaylee in particular was brilliant I think I felt that whole week a sense of what it is like to be in a older time in the past or something it's a really different way of life and when there's a Kaylee there these people go for it it was incredible energy it felt like the same energy of being in a intense hard techno club it was the same energy level for jumping up and down to Kaylee music it was amazing and yeah I was still really thinking about Selkies while I was there um, where the myth is really strong and about to do this big show and had some really meaningful conversations with the locals where it kind of just came up what my work was about and this amazing farmer Sarah she yeah I'll always remember it and really think about this with the project and she spoke about Selkies and what she felt the myth was really about and yeah maybe this is dark to say but she just kind of said it really pragmatically Selkies are about women who can't deal with having had children and a lot of the myths are of women dragging kids into the sea and about postnatal depression basically which I hadn't really like clicked even though a lot of the stories that I was reading were about that but there's so many but yeah all the stories that was really staying with me were those ones and chatted about that with her and it gave me a whole new way of exploring the myth and what that could mean for women experiencing the work and yeah a really magical magical evening so thank you to everyone on the island for that. I make quite ambient choral work, mostly with the voice. And my approach to that is really just kind of jamming and messing around with layers and harmonies I like, or it can be a really simple hit of a note on a baseline synth that I was using on the island. And that can be enough to trigger an idea, really. I think the more simple, the easier I find it to respond to. I kind of feel that call and response throughout the whole process and responding to each layer that happens. I think when I always make, once I get in that kind of zone where I'm just not really thinking anymore, it's just trying to get to that point. I normally just use like a kind of shitty mic um, that I use when it's, well, it's not shitty. It's, <laughs> it's just a mic you're meant to use live. It's not really for the studio, but I've always just used that because I was making such reverbed layered work. It was, it has its own sound and you can use it in that way but it was really great to use proper studio mics kind of for the first time for myself um, not in a studio environment but being able to play a bit more with clarity at certain moments was really expansive and it was just fun it was great I felt like I could do a lot more with the voice and use a few mics for each piece to try get different textures and stuff and I, yeah I really loved the bassline synth the Korg one 
that Johnny has. It was amazing. I think the sounds were programmed by FX Twins. That's why they're so insane. Um, and I'm really obsessed with bass lines at the moment in tandem with choral vocals. I think those two can kind of go together really well. And if I'm not using beats or drums, it's a good way to kind of fill out an intensity or push that kind of immersive feeling for the listener and for myself making it. It helps like connect it to the club stuff that I listen to as well. It was nice to feel that I could play with a lot of different stuff and layer the field recording I've been doing deeper in the mix. And I was thinking a lot about the caves that I was visiting that are by the shore on Egg and kind of how dark they are and what a weird feeling I got from that. And yeah, it was thinking about Selkies, thinking about fragments of Gaelic language and shepherd's song. And I think a lot of things kind of come together. So it made sense that it was quite a long piece of work, a lot of ideas floating around in there. But essentially what you might take from it is it's a reverse vocal and I've kind of cut it up into fragments because they sounded like parts of Gaelic or Gaelic. I should say, and kind of wanted to play on that idea of hidden meaning and fragments of things. So you can reverse the track yourself and listen to what the lyrics actually were if you are so inclined. But yeah, I kind of like the idea of hidden messages and trying to connect to songs that we've never really heard but are written down now in books and have to recreate. been interesting thinking about the journey my journey back I was actually mixing the track I was on this really rowdy train actually it's kind of the worst but I think it just made me like whack my headphones on and blast it and yeah try and mix the track as best I could in that environment and was just playing with arranging it something I didn't mention is the way I kind of did the very long piece the 12 minute or so piece I used it like dub mixing so I took the mixing desk I've got and kind of assigned things to channels and found a new way to kind of arrange the the piece once I've played with different versions of recordings and chopping it up again in Ableton to try arrange it and had a few ideas for it and it originally was like 30 minutes long which was ridiculous <laughs> and um, it took a while but managed to shorten it to 10 minutes ish and that felt right. It still almost could have been half the time, but for me, I wanted it to feel at least longer than it maybe should be. The piece is kind of, it doesn't have to be a song necessarily, and that it can more be used as like a tool for practicing yoga or meditation or going for a long walk and still letting other sounds creep into your headphones. And it can just kind of like float in the background. It doesn't have to be this set few minutes where you cram it all in. The work kind of flowed out in a longer time frame because probably the days I was experiencing felt longer I had more time and yeah that was the way I imagine the work getting experienced in terms of what they're about I don't really know if I can pin a feeling or a specific thought but definitely just about reaching a state of hyper presence where you're almost not thinking 
if that makes any sense because that's what a lot of the show I was in the run-up to do was kind of aiming for and I think maybe what I'm aiming for in a lot of my work is to yes maybe I can describe a feeling it's like trying to get to that zone feeling where everything just kind of crumbles away and falls away and I feel finally here which is important for us all but yeah the journey back was an interesting contrast (laughs) of me mixing a really intense ambient piece with lots of drunkards sat on the train fair enough fair enough different vibes at the time (laughs) yeah it's been interesting thinking about the island since I've been back and I think it's an experience that will definitely stay with me and one that I'm definitely grateful for having that time to just make is a real privilege and I think it has strengthened or legitimized what I'm doing because yeah I always float myself between art and music or sound but yeah feeling like I've come out with a piece of music I'm like okay yeah I can work in that medium when I'm given the time or when I make the time and so it's it's strengthened that and it's it's also really inspired my physical practice as a I guess visual artist making lots of caves (laughs) little raccoon caves on my residency and thinking about deeper time and archaeological dig sites and I think all that kind of stuff was already there but has definitely increased and is becoming more of a theme in my work. Remembering to enjoy prolonged time in nature is definitely in my mind. So yeah, it's it's strength in my practice for sure. It's amazing that one week can do that. So I need to remember to do stuff like that more.
That was Alaya Enyo there, just listening to a track taken from her Visitations release. Our Visitations. Our residency series. So chuffed that she was involved in that. Uh, the music just incredible. Really loved the two pieces that she created. There's one piece that's about nearly 14 minutes in length and a second piece that's just over four minutes. Yeah, both beautiful. Both completely different from anything that we've had made up on the island before. And I really enjoyed hearing that chat with Alaya there and giving us a bit of insight into how the record was made and her process. Yeah, it was really insightful. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I love an artistic process that involves nice booze from the shop as well. I thought that was really <laughs> important to include. But yeah, I think like something about just hearing that insight as well and the chat about the Selkies mm. really made me reflect differently on hearing it again and just finding that slightly more mournful connection with it but yeah such a beautiful pieces of work that she's come out with it with and yeah like you say really different to like in contrast with all the other makeness stuff before like as well like just that that bothy is just the inspiration that hits people in different ways it's exciting to hear when she first sent me over the pieces of music it was it knocked me for six and it's really interesting hearing her in that interview there just saying that she feels that she can't even call herself a musician <laughs> Or she felt, or she had, um, she struggled with that term. And uh, I think she'd always approached music as a sound artist. Musically, there's just so much going on there in those two tracks that really speaks to me is really beautiful and very Mm. meditative. You're right, that first track has got a real sense of longing and a sort of very mournful, keening, emotional aspect to it. It's a real journey. It reminded me a bit of like, different sonically, but it reminded me a bit of some stuff by Burial, like a real journey music from start to finish and then the second piece named after the singing sands on egg i got from it a feeling of relief or a feeling of acceptance and felt a a more sort of cathartic (laughs) listening Mm. experience for me certainly yeah really beautiful so yeah that is out now for all postmap club listeners for all postmap club members even you will receive that as a part of your downloads this month it's also coming out on a cassette tape if you'd like to own a physical copy of the music we're releasing it on tape at the beginning of december and you'll be able to pre-order that from the lost map web shop and from our band camp as well Elias also got another tape that's coming out this month in fact in a couple of days time on a new label from glasgow she mentioned it in the interview there called somewhere between tapes it's her first album proper that she recorded in a church last year and it's called Echoes Disintegration and it's another mesmeric release. So yeah, lots of Alaya Enyo music there for you to enjoy. I'm delighted to say that she's performing as part of a Lost Map showcase at Daylight Music in London on the 10th of December, Saturday the 10th of December. It's an afternoon show. It starts at 12 noon at St John's and Bethnal Green. Pictish Trail, that's me, will also be playing as well as (laughs) the artist known as Fell. More on him in a bit. And Elias is also playing another Daylight Showcase with us both on the 11th of December at the Hot Tin, which is a tin Victorian church in Faversham in Kent. Wow. Who knew? I know. Who knew? Who knew there was who such knew? a thing as a, as a tin knew? church? On, that's on Sunday the 11th of December. And then the following week, Elias joins us again for our Humbug Show in Edinburgh Ooh. at Summer Hall. Ooh. Is it time for us to talk about the lineup? Let's talk about the lineup for Humbug. So, for those who don't know, Humbug is well. We're entering our second year of Humbug. It's our Christmas showcase. 
where we get a bunch of different acts from the label and some friends and people whose music that we really love. And yeah, we put it on across two venues. One show is happening on Friday the 16th of December at the Old Hairdressers in Glasgow. And the other show is happening on Saturday the 17th of December at Summer Hall in Edinburgh. So yeah, let's discuss. The next day. The next day. (laughs) The next day. Can you believe it? You can even do both. You can do both. Fair to say that they have different kind of vibes. The Glasgow one is going to be like party vibes. And well, they're both going to be party vibes. I think certainly by the end, the Edinburgh one's going to be well party. Yeah, yeah. Interested to see how sloshed everyone's going to be (laughs) at that point. (laughs) It's basically like a a staff Christmas party piss up, but with some good music. Is that all right to say that? Pretty much. Yeah, I think so. If you buy a ticket, you are staff and you have to get pissed. That's it. You're one of us. And you've got to help you've got to help clean up as well. <laughs> I wish that was the case. <laughs> but yeah, it's an exciting lineup for this one. We've got uh, in Glasgow at the old hairdressers, we've got Cat Gut performing, who we've mentioned before on the podcast. Yep. They played on egg as well. Got Maranta. Maranta, yes. Brenda. Brenda. There's a lot of as playing on the because there's Sulka. Brenda. Uh-huh. No, Aha uh-huh are not playing. <laughs> There's Salka, Maranta, Brenda, and Fella doing the songs of Aha. <laughs> and Catgut. And Catgut. Yeah, lots of different stuff going on there. I'm excited to see Catgut because it's my friend Ian uh, who plays in Pictures Trail and his, it's his sort of noise project, like you say, played on the Isle of Egg. And Brenda, who are quite new to me, it was Bart Owl who introduced me to them quite recently. A three-piece who were signed to Last Night from Glasgow, who make this sort of joyous, quite raucous indie pop, I suppose you would describe it as. But it's just like, it's really freewheeling and the harmonies are really fun. And yeah, excited to experience that live for the first time. I sent Mm. them an email asking them to play, basically saying, I don't get to see that many gigs. Please, can you come and play a gig so I can see you play a gig? Thanks. That's pretty much your social life as gigs, aren't they? So come on, it's like, let's let's do it. Come on, everyone has to come and hang out with Johnny. Is that sad? I mean, not if lots of people come. If yeah. nobody came, that would be sad. So everyone has to come. Please come. Up to you guys. Up to you guys. Don't make me feel sad on my Christmas party. <laughs> the next day, which I'm slightly worried about now, because it's, we're going to have a lot of fun on the Friday. <laughs> Uh, but you know it starts at five doors at five we can yeah. do it i can do it i can pull myself together you can do i this. can have a, a hash brown and egg roll and then i'll roll myself up to summer hall nice and with my roll we've got lt leaf yep brand new signing on lost map a fewer as there is one now we've got martha martha Oh yeah, the band Martha, Martha. from the band, uh, the band Martha from Pity Me in Durham. I've been so excited that they're coming out to play because I've been wanting to have them be part of a Lost Map event for years and years. We've been chatting about Martha for years, haven't we? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they've got a brand new album that's just coming out. It's just out now, actually, called "Please Don't Take Me Back." And yeah, it's really sort of spirited, high energy, like punk pop music for lack of a better word and I don't know there's just something just really glorious about their their tunes are really upbeat and I was eating a bag of sweets left over from Arlo's birthday my son's birthday earlier on this week <laughs> and then I was <laughs> cook, yeah. cooking dinner happy birthday Arlo I'm belated <laughs> just scoffed these sweets while cooking dinner and then had Martha the new singles on full oh. blast and I was like I was rocking out I was throwing shapes <laughs> Amazing. I'll save some of those uh, tang fastics for me oh 
I'll just have a half, just a half. <laughs> Who else? I'm excited playing? to see former champ. Another Martha involved in that. Martha Very Fionn. confusingly. That Martha is quite Fionn. confusing, isn't it? Is that too confusing? Uh, Would that a... put people off? Do you think two Marthas in one event? Is that too much? Double Martha. <laughs> if anything, I'm encouraged more. I'm excited to hear former champ because I've only heard the one song so far. They released a single called Grenade earlier on in the year. And yeah, it's our good friends Martha Fionn and Craig from Savage Mansion and Andy from Savage Mansion and Catholic Action and Ryan from Catholic Action and someone from the Secret Motorbikes, all part of this weird little supergroup. Yeah. Should be rocking. I'm excited to see them. And aforementioned uh, Aliyah Enyo. Aliyah Enyo. doing the doubler as well. So I imagine there'll be other roles and hash brown and egg that'll be going on as well. Yeah, they're going to need some hangover cures without a doubt. Oh, we've also got our good okay. pal Susan, Susan Bear. Yes, I saw Susan Bear's show, her album launch. When was it? It was like, it was in September, wasn't it? In fact, I chatted it about it September 15th because it was, yes, that's my dad's birthday. Oh. <laughs> that's why I remembered it. Susan Bear, yeah, the live band is absolutely incredible. And so, yeah, delighted that she can join us for for that. That's going to be brilliant. And yeah, the night is headlined by Ball Boy. Yeah, a home game in their own town, you know, going to play to their home crowd. Yeah, it's going to be really special, I think. And it's going to be a really nice way to sort of end the year and prepare us for the onslaught of what the 10th anniversary year next year is going to be like oh god (laughs) maybe we won't survive maybe we'll die before we hit 10 years old r.i.p r.i.p i can't believe it how many prime ministers have we seen this year many (laughs) yes so an exciting humbug please come along to those shows it's it's where we can sort of let our hair down and it's really nice getting to meet all the sort of folk who support Lost Map throughout the year. Your support means a lot. And it's really nice to be able to hang out with you at these sort of events, especially the events where I don't have to play because then I get to really enjoy myself. So we're going to close today's show. Thank you for joining me today, Laura, for this lovely chat. As always, it's great to see you and oh, hear you. Time. And we're going to close today's show with a track from the new Fell album. The album's called Mallow's Marsh and it's out the beginning of December. And uh, you can pre-order it from our web shop. If you're a member of Postmap Club, you get a 15% discount. Ooh. Comes with a very special art zine lyric book and a lovely riso print with the CD copy of the album. This is a track called The Seed that is taken from that album. And yeah, you can catch Fell playing live at the aforementioned Daylight Music showcases that we're putting together in December and also both of the Humbug showcases that we're doing in Glasgow and Edinburgh. Today's episode has been produced and edited by the lovely Joe Cormack. Let's hear it for Joe. Well done, Joe. A round of applause for Joe. That's been Laura Doherty. Put that on repeat, Joe, if you want to look that. Maybe a larger. Yeah, Yeah. more applause. Yes. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Add that. Maybe one boo. Right, okay. Thanks. And I've been picked to trail. Love you lots. We'll see you soon because there's a whole other podcast episode for Humbug. Yeah, don't be wishing your life away, Johnny. Don't be wishing your life away. We're going to get to do all this chat about Humbug again next month. Exactly. (laughs) Bye. Bye. It's a goddess love.